Oh my God, so funny meeting you here at the tabloid stands. <laughs> uh, just kidding. It's me, Jess. I am launching a new series, as you will come to love and find out, called The Sunday Spill. It is a pop culture dish with my friend Steph, and I am so excited to bring this to you guys monthly, dishing on what's happened previously in the month and what we're excited about, what we're unsure of, what we are cannot believe we even heard, read, or even saw a video of. So um, I'm super excited to sit down with her once a month um, and launch this on the last Sunday of each month. So here we go. I'm so excited. And uh, bevy up to the bar, y'all. Let's talk some dish on the Sunday spill. Let's do it. Um, That's always fun. I can't just stare at it for too long or I'm always like, yeah. Am I still here? Yeah. I get not feeling good if I watch for too long. Yeah. I get you. Oh, well. Oh, we made it. Another month. Lost. Can you believe it's the end of like, it's going to be March. It's the end of February. Like I, I'm finding it hard to believe. It's weird. Yeah. Cheers to my birthday month. Yeah. Only one more day. Gone. <laughs> Almost gone. <laughs> oh man. So um welcome to the Sunday spill, Steph. Woot. Woot. Hello. We have a lot to cover. I wrote down a lot. Yeah, I had to decipher some of your handwriting, but I think I got most. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably like type notes and then send it in an email. That's probably a lot easier. Especially it's because like I think I, I got, I got like 98% of it. So it's good. <laughs> oh man. I was like, ooh, that'll fit in there. Let's write that down. <laughs> yeah. Oh geez, that's good you times, know. good times. Um, okay, speaking of birthday months, let's start with some baby news. Do you have Which one baby? are you most excited for? Oh, man. First of all, I don't know if I was living under a rock, but I had no idea that Ashley Graham had twins. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> real pregnant. Where was I? You know. But their names are so cute. They're Malachi and Roman, which I really think are adorable. Mm-hmm. Um... I think who I'm excited to see the most is probably, I don't know, uh, Rihanna and Aesop Rocky. I think they're going to have the most stylish kid on the planet. I think Northwest better watch out. She better. Like, (laughs) (laughs) come in. And Blue Ivy. Rihanna's baby is coming for Blue Ivy and Northwest. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it doesn't even matter if it's a girl coming. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. I think it's adorable that Shay Mitchell and her, and her partner, Matt Babel, 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 I don't know, um, are expecting their second kid. And she made a post about how she was affected by like the recent loss of her grandma, but she's appreciative about the new life that she gets to bring in. So it's like this whole like cyclical situation for her, which I thought was really cute. And I like that they're still together like she doesn't post about him a lot on social media yeah so I like they're very that. private but I I really I don't feel like I see her that often like 
in headlines and stuff. And I, I really appreciate that. I'll catch her on like ads every once in a while, mm-hmm. but yeah, I like that they keep their relationship semi-private. I like yeah. it. I like that too. Her uh, announcement was super cute. It was really cute. <laughs> um, also, Nick Cannon is um, expecting his eighth child. Eight. With Motto Brie Ticey, I guess it's how you say her name. Um, eight. That's like almost a football team. Yeah. I don't know. Something that came something that he said after um he announced the or made the announcement of this pregnancy was how he was gonna go celibate or something and I was like bro you should have done that like six kids ago after your twins with Mariah like come on now yeah and I mean it's interesting and I'm not one to judge but like not either lots of baby mamas yes lots yeah like, and I think, do you just like have sex and don't protect? And then, oops, yeah. we're pregnant. Like, and I, again, not one to judge. No, but me either. The, the son that he lost, the little eight, what was he, six or eight months old? Yeah. That passed away. Which I found out was different. from brain cancer. I read that today too. I think so. Um, that baby was with a different woman, right? Yeah. Not the same one. Uh-huh. So it's like. Uh, your had your a child, child was, not, was not even a year, a year old, old yet, and you were all you're already pregnant with pregnant. someone else. Yeah, like I don't, I, I don't. don't like, that would make my brain hurt. Like, how do you keep all that straight? Is there a spreadsheet somewhere? Like, <laughs> do you have a baby spreadsheet? I don't know. It's just like I, I as like if I were one of his baby mamas I would feel like bro like yeah on the next one like next flavor of the month like it's just I don't know it I don't like are you even having enough time for a relationship yeah well and I think it like like I was saying like you know the one baby wasn't even a year old and he already has another woman pregnant it's like that fast like, were you not even with this woman before your son passed away? Like, what happened? Here? I don't know. And how do you, like, if your son did, like, as your son passes away, like, are you now, like, here's my new girlfriend? Right, right. Like, are you, gr- are you, gr- I know people grieve in very different manners, but like, uh, how, or how? Is your form of grieving having sex with another random woman? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry to be like blunt like that. No, but, but great question. Great question. I don't know. Or do you just want all the children and don't give a shit about your relationship with the moms? Because that's like what it, because he's only been married to Mariah, right? Yeah. But what's interesting is you don't see him in photos with any of his kids. No. Except for any magazine covers that he does yeah you know like the twins with mariah are how old now i don't know like no five six seven yeah they're like past toddler age i think right yeah it's like you don't see him with them at all and maybe that's mariah you know but yeah it's 
It's odd. It's real weird. It's eight, and you don't stay in with any of them. Obviously, we don't know the personal lives of celebrities, but we're we're intrigued over here about what the hell's going on over there in the world of canon. <laughs> Holy macaroni! Um, so I know last month we talked about the engagement of MGK and Megan Fox, but on an interesting twist, Brian Austin Green, her ex-husband, and his adorable girlfriend Sharna Burgess from Dancing with the Stars are expecting a baby. I think it's gonna be really cute. Yep. And their, their divorce is finalized officially, I think, too. I think yeah. I read, like, just yeah. recently. So good for them. Yeah. Moving on and happy, and that's what matters. Good, good. I love it. I love it. And I think I read that, you know, they're, um, like, happy for one another. Because I think I read that Brian Austin Green was like, you know, I'm glad she's happy and blah, 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 blah. So yeah, I think that's good. I love that, too. Um, Eve had her first child. They named it Wild Wolf Fife Alexander Summers Cooper. That is the longest name, and I'm Catholic. Well, <laughs> that is so many names. Wild Wolf Fife Alexander Summers Cooper. And then, well, maybe you already have it. Yeah, so talking about babies, uh, Travis and Kylie had their wolf. <laughs> yeah, and it was born on 2-22. Two, two which I thought was interesting. Love it. Grandmama Chris, hard at work. Yeah. <laughs> you will have this baby today. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I did see, speaking of Grandmama Chris, I did see an interview with her and Ellen DeGeneres. Did you see it? No, tell me about it. Um, so Ellen was like asking her, you know, have you met your new grandchild? And they were talking about the grandkids and Ellen was like, can you name all your grandkids? So she's like going through and like, she's like naming them and she gets to, um, she doesn't name dream and one other. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I know dream's name. Like how come she, you know, but she's got like what, 11 grandkids now or something like that. Okay. Let's name them. The Kem and Kanye is North, North, Saint, Chicago, and Psalm. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Courtney is Rain, Mason, and Penelope. Yep. Chloe is True. True. Rob is Dream. And there's one more. Kylie has Stormy and Wolf. Mm -hmm. And then Kendall doesn't have any. Yeah. So what was interesting is they were going through and like naming them. And then Ellen was like, Oh, can you name her kids? And so she named her kids. And then um, Ellen asked her, who do you think um, is going to have your next grandchild? And Chris sits there and she goes, I think it would be cool for Kendall because she doesn't have kids yet. And um, she was like, why, who do you think? And Ellen was like, Oh, well, I know. And Chris was like, well, what do you know? And Ellen was just like, well, I know. And I'm thinking in my head, wasn't there like a rumor going around about Courtney and Travis? Yeah. So I wonder if there's something underneath the surface there. Huh. I don't know. They're I think when, when Ellen asked that question in my head, my first thought was Courtney and Travis. Yeah. Like, I would love to see them have one together. I think it would be super cool. Super I don't see cool. Kendall and her boyfriend yet having one. No, and I don't 
necessarily know if Chloe would have another one with yeah, Peter, I, Peterson. Let's, let's hope not. Let's put it that way. Let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope not. Let's absolutely hope not. Man. Okay. Um, let me make sure all of the babies are talked about. Nice. Okay. On to celebrity news. Do you want to talk about some new couples on the block? Because I have some. Um, first and foremost, Kanye wants to date every model and make it look like Kim. Anybody else feel that way? <laughs> like from Julia Fox to the new girl, like they look just fucking like her. Is it a ploy to like make him pissed and go back or what? I don't know. I'm just so over Kanye. <laughs> I know me too. Like, so I what saw, I found I, very I, I interesting, thought, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I saw the picture of him with his new girlfriend and I was like, that is Kim. Like that, that is Kim. Yeah. And then, of course, no, it's it's not. It just looks exactly freaking like her. Mm-hmm. Like, could be her doppelganger if it's not already. Like, he went looking for her. Like, Googled, like, Los Angeles Kim Kardashian doppelgangers and some, pulled, pulled up some chick's Instagram or something. But yeah. anyway. So I was watching an interview that just, like, popped up in my ads, like, in my real video or something. I forget who the interview was was for, but it was Kim Kardashian. And she was talking about how when her and Connie were married or when they had just started dating, she had received a notification to, uh, it was, like, it was a brand deal for, like, a million dollars. Um, and it was from a company that, had basically mimicked Yeezys. Oh, I saw that too. Um, And so instead, and he's like, you know, I would really appreciate it. Like if you didn't take it. So then he sent her a check for a million dollars and her shares of whatever Yee Enterprises, whatever Kanye's freaking business company is called. Like she got shares in that company and a million dollars and said like, thanks for like always supporting me or whatever. Yeah, I saw that too. That's crazy. You used to have a million dollars laying around. <laughs> and then here's your shares of Kanye Enterprises. I don't know what this company's called. You think he'll have to buy those back from her in the divorce? I don't know. Maybe she'll keep them. She should. He's I'm, I'm, I, yeah, like I said, I, all the drama and publicity that he's been putting out there is toxic and scary and I don't like it. I'm not a big Kim fan, but I am yeah. a fan of not being toxic assholes. Excuse my language, but like. Well, you're fine. You've heard this podcast before, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I am a fan of, you know, leaving those situations and not being a part of them. Um and I don't, yeah, I, for a little while was scared for her. Like he was getting a little weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's all weird. Um, and before we leave Kardashian world, I read today that Travis Scott has one giant lawsuit coming to him. Uh-oh. 400 individual cases that will represent 2,800 people for Master World. Travesty. Um, which I read that and I was like, wow. I mean, unfortunately, 10 people passed away, but also unfortunately, there are 
many other people that are um, trying to get justice, right? Like, it's crazy. I guess I just didn't know, like, I knew it was a huge ordeal. I knew that it was a huge tragic event. I didn't realize the amount of people it had affected until I saw that today. So that's crazy. Pray for them. Yes. Like get what they deserve. Yeah, get what they need for sure. I I watched a couple of videos about it shortly after it happened. um, And it was very scary for him to make the comment that he had no idea what was happening until after the fact. I, I don't know that I believe that because you could, I mean, there were different angles and different depths of the audience and you could see it from every angle and every depth of the audience. And it was scary looking. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that really stinks. I know. Hopefully they get everything that is coming to them. Yep. Um, so fun couple news. Um, Cheers to Sean White for retiring after his Olympic run this year, but I adore him and Nina Dobrev together. Like they're so freaking cute. So I actually didn't know they were a couple until I saw the picture of them in all their snow gear after his run. And I thought, I had no idea. And they are so cute. And I saw an interview of him the other day and the, um, reporter asked how he and Nina met have mm-hmm. did you see that or have you heard no. that story Fill me in. so they were at like people's choice or they were at some award show together and they were like sat next to each other or close to each other and um, he was talking about how in those rooms in order to keep everybody super attentive they make it like really freaking cold and so he said that, um, you know, he went to his room and was like packing his bag or whatever to take with him the next day. And he was like, I wonder if that girl that sat next to me yesterday is going to sit next to me today. And I wonder if she'll be cold. So he grabbed an yeah. extra sweatshirt of his and like took it down with him. And Nina sat next to him and was like sitting there, like kind of shivering because it was so cold. And he offered her his sweatshirt. And then oh they my got, god she didn't even have they, to steal a hoodie <laughs> right <laughs> and like they got like chatting and sh- and then he was like you know and we just kind of kept a friendship and then after a little while we kind of it kind of just developed into more and I was like oh my god that is the most wholesome thing I've heard in a really long time how cute that is so cute um yeah, I of- saw that interview just the other day I was like oh my gosh I love it they're so cute like I would never picture them to be together but they just look like they're so happy all the time yeah I love it um new power couple on the block and I wonder if their parents set them up but <laughs> Ryder Robinson who's Kate Hudson and Chris Robinson's son and Iris Apatow who obviously Leslie Mann and Joan Apatow they're freaking dating like I know they're young but it's real freaking cute. I'm like, did your parents just have like dinner together? I'm like, you know what? Our kids should date. That'd be real cute. Like, well, and their, their moms are so supportive. It's so cute because um, they like, I think Iris posted the picture, um, but like both moms commented on it with like heart emojis and like so cute or like it. some comment. And I was like, that's so, how freaking cute. And like, I don't know. I love it. I'm here for it. All fan girl, all day. <laughs> I mean, can you just, I mean, this is really preemptive, but can you imagine like 
if they decide to like get married and have children, like the family reunions that they would have would be so freaking cool. Right. Like everybody would want to come, myself included. Make a child that looks like Kurt Russell. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Granddaddy's jeans go that far down. That's hilarious. I love it. He's a good looking man. I'm sorry. He is a good looking man. I'm not sorry. One of my favorite movies is Overboard and Chris doesn't believe me. I'm like, dude, it's hilarious. I freaking love it. Like sign me up. The concept is crazy, but I appreciate it. Okay. So everyone is losing their minds about the show called Euphoria with Zendaya and I've never watched it. Have you seen it? Okay. I don't know that I ever will. Like I don't have children that age. I, I just feel like what I, as an ex educator, I don't think I want to watch it. Like I would be freaked out of the conversations that these children are having. And if they're real, like in real life or can spin from this television show, I don't want to, but I'm yeah. here for uh, her relationship with Tom. I'm here for that. Yeah, they're cute. <laughs> they're so cute. And I think he's supposed to make like a guest cameo, right? Did I see that or am well, I making that up? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I I've never Did seen you? it. I I know a lot of people who are like Gaga over it, but yeah, I, mean, it, I don't know. I love it. I'm here. I'm here for if he shows up and supports her. Great. Um, another couple that we didn't talk about. We're gonna backtrack just a minute. Uh, our gymnastics goat. Yeah, it's written down. It's written down. Um. I love that it's her easiest yes. Like yeah. of all the things she gets to accomplish in her life, like that is the easiest one. And if you guys don't know, we're talking about Simone Biles and Jonathan Owens, the cutest freaking sports couple yet outside of maybe like Funk and Hannah Ann. But I prefer Simone and Jonathan. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love them. And I love that like after all of the mental stuff she went through, like with the Olympics, like he was there for her the whole time. And I love that he is super appreciative and supportive and just like down with it. Yep. They're so cute. I love that they're not afraid to, like we've talked about before, I'm cool with the PDA. I think it's cute when couples aren't afraid to be that way. Um, I love that in like their Instagram photos, they're like hugging or touching in some way, shape or form. And she is just like, absolutely glowing and her ring is beautiful and it she was she just looks so happy and I love that she still has support from like the fab five fab five girls through it and like he's got his football guys and like everybody's commenting about like you know congratulations and how happy they are and I love it I love that everybody's coming together in the athletic athletic world to support them I think that's really cute Um, okay. So speaking of engagements, it has been rumored because Adele went on her first red carpet this month and she has a pretty significantly large uh, rock on her left hand. Um, and you never know, like it could be costume jewelry, but she also could be engaged to rich Paul. I don't know who that is, but good job. babe. They're a good looking couple actually. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look at pictures of them. They're a good looking couple. And what I love is there were rumors going around when she canceled her Vegas shows. There were rumors about like, oh, supposedly there's like trouble in paradise with her and Rich. And she made 
I don't know if it was a tweet or an Instagram or a reel or something. I don't know. But she posted like something about how she's doing better and like moving forward or whatever. And she ended it and Rich says hi. And I was like, ah, yes. yes. I, love <laughs> I love it so much. Um, so speaking of media and um, couples. So I was reading about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. And he made a comment saying that the reason for their first split was 50% due to media and like their involvement in their relationship. So they're trying to keep it um, more private this time, which I found interesting. I'm like, huh, maybe you do learn from mistakes. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was- No, I appreciate that. I like that, you know, there's- you see them on red carpet, but I mean, that's really yeah. like, you don't see a whole lot of pap photos of them. And if you do, it's just because they're like out shopping or something, you know, like yeah. I, I feel like they're really working on keeping it private. And I, I really like that because, you know, she seems genuinely happy this amount of time later. And so I hope that it does work out for them. Me too. making sure a dog didn't go through a fence <laughs> you know daily activity yeah, oh man okay so um i think we covered all the couples with simple shark do, 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 do. yeah so um oprah has released the cast of the new color purple movie which i'm super excited to watch it the book is great i love it um Coleman Domingo, Halle Berry, Taraji P. Henson, her, Danielle Brooks, and Fantasia Barino, which, hello, old American Idol fame. Right. Welcome I've back. I've that name in many a year. I know. As I was writing it, I was like, no. <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, oh. So well, I wasn't, wasn't a no to an O. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't Fantasia in another Oprah produced movie? Yeah, but I don't. Was it Cinderella? No, she was in a, maybe she was in a Cinderella, but she was in a biopic or something, I thought, wasn't she? Oh yeah, probably. I know she was in something that Oprah did before, but I just don't remember what it's called. If you know, yeah. let us know. Um. Okay, so I'm in love with Bridgerton. Obsessed. Uh, obsessed. Love it. Can't wait for the second season. We won't talk about the departure of our husband, but um, Nicola Coughlin, I think that's how I say her last name. She was also in Dairy Girls. She's asking fans not to share their opinion about her body directly on social media. Like apparently people are sending her fucking DMs about the way she looks. And I'm sure she's not the only celebrity to do it, but she's the only one that I've heard in a long time to be like, y'all need to cut the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I appreciate that about her because like she wants to stay relevant and be present on social media, I'm sure. And like be with her fans. But if majority of it is like focused on the way that she looks, I think that's fucked up. Like, I don't like it. It's basically what I have to say about that. Yeah. I think, um, she's, you know, she, she has a big, obviously a big role in Bridgerton. I mean, she is, yeah. you know, she is Bridgerton aside from season one the duke but like i i feel like because she's becoming more well known like yeah good for her for saying like yeah i'm gonna be in the public eye and yeah i'm gonna be on social media but leave me alone 
Yeah. You know? And I just appreciate that she had the balls to fucking stand up for herself like that because a lot of times yeah. it just like is ignored, is internalized, and not really ever like said in a way to where it she gets empowerment from it now. Yeah. Like if she takes control of the situation, then the way that it probably feels when it's coming at her, not that it's not gonna feel crappy but she at least has control over it you know what I mean which I think is really good and she like her body type is normal like what is she like five four she's short and she probably weighs like 125 to 130 pounds but she's five foot four like yeah yeah come on yeah like that's something people forget like weight is going to distribute differently based on your height like yeah that's just yeah the way it is fam it's the way it is yeah. No, I think she's super cute. I think she is very talented and I'm really excited to hear more of her Lady Whistledown stirring in the pot. I know. It's my favorite part. And I just love her sass. Like uh-huh. her uh-huh. sass and Bridgerton is like, we'd be friends in real life. I'm here for that. Right. Here for it. Um, I don't really like this team, but Tom Brady retired after 10 Super Bowls in seven championships. So good job. Some people might call him the goat. I'm not one of them. <laughs> there was one, there was one Super Bowl one year. It was a couple of years ago. I feel like when he had super long shaggy hair oh, and they I, lost the game. Yeah. And it, they lost for some reason. And I remember posting on Facebook because it showed up in my memories and you know, you get those like yeah cringy cringy memories and I said something about like your goats looking a little sheepish (laughs) and then I said go get a haircut (laughs) (laughs) sorry I just I don't understand like I understand like when you grow your hair out in the off season but like that can't become like I have short hair like if it gets to a point where it's touching my neck and it feels like a mullet I go get a trim like Unless you want to cut your hair into a mullet, I get it. I know it's a fashion trend these days. Some well, people use it forever. That's a, but also like, and it's just like wet and gross and like all up in your helmet. I can't, I can't. No, I, I am, I'm not, I'm whatever. He's okay. He's a good football player. <laughs> sure. I good just, yes. We'll give him your life with Giselle and your babies. Yeah. <laughs> have, a, have a great retirement, bro. Don't worry, babes. I'd never leave you hanging in the middle of an episode. It's time for an ad. So don't worry your pretty little heads. If this is not your jam, it's cool to fast forward just a little bit, but I think you'll want to stick around and hear what's up next. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the rest of the episode. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, our favorite dynamic duo, Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift, have reunited to release a remix of his song the joker and the queen which everything they do together turns to freaking gold duh duh i love it i like them together a lot i like their friendship i like that they have a relationship outside of just like the music that they do cut together like you actually see photos of them just like hanging out like normal I i really like that um I was doing a little bit of research before we hopped on because there was a video or a song that they did together a few years back 
And I remember watching the video and being obsessed with how Taylor looked in it. And I had the, I was like trying to remember the name of it. And I ended up figuring it out. It was, um, watch me not find it again. Uh, Endgame, Taylor's uh-huh. song Endgame. But when I listened to it, I was like, I don't feel like this is the right song. Do you ever have that moment where you're like, I know what I'm thinking of, but this doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't sound like it. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they did that one together and I loved that back in the day. Um, the Joker and the Queen, I think is going to be it. Like, obviously, you know, that song is really great as it is, but for them to work together on it again, is yeah. just, yeah. I think we're really good. And speaking of our girl, Taylor, um, Jake Gyllenhaal has addressed her 10 minute version of All Too Well. Are you ready? Have you read this yet? Okay. Let's do it. Um, Largely believed to be about him after its November release reignited anti-Jake sentiment. It is her expression. Artists tap into personal experiences for inspiration and I don't begrudge anyone for that, he said, while also adding that she shouldn't have let her fans cyber bully him. Also true. True. But be a man about it, bro. (laughs) Like, it's not like she was going around saying, oh, go, like, talk shit to Jake. (laughs) We're not dumb. We know what you did. We know what you didn't do. Yeah, I found that interesting. In my own little (laughs) brain. (laughs) Um, Something that I'm excited to see is Baz Luhrmann's Elvis because Austin Butler and if you don't know him like great actor um great singer which he's singing in the movie um but I know him mostly from the Carrie Diaries have you did you see that show I did not but he was he did stuff like for Disney right yeah oh yeah he did he was in Hannah Montana right yes too old for Hannah Montana, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, no, I know, but like he, like he was like a Disney, yeah, like heartthrob back in the day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he just has like oh, this cool, and he used to date um Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens for a long time. Yep. Yeah, they were really cute together. I liked him a lot. Very cool. Yeah, he definitely has an Elvis look about him, so that'll be neat to see. Yeah. And even before, like, he was cast for the part, like, his, he has a whole, like, retro vibe, which I appreciate. Yeah. And Boz Lerman is, does really good work. Like, his yeah. Romeo and Juliet is very good, too. So yeah. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Very cool. Um, we have reached the time of the day where we talk about Bachelor Nation! Da, da, da. Our favorite part of Sunday still. <laughs> um, so I actually don't have a whole lot just because okay. there wasn't really a whole lot headline wise um and also because I'm not watching Clayton's season so I'd probably have a whole lot more if I was but I'm not I will tell you I have not caught up when I did watch the last episode where um they it was like getting down to who's going to hometowns um and they all went into a therapy session like separately with Clayton which I thought was very interesting and majority of the girls and this was on like their um group date so they that was part of their group date like they all went to therapy with the psychotherapist um psycho analysis i don't know what she's called 
I don't think it was a psychotherapist is what she called herself. She's had analyst in there. I forget. Um, but she was like analyzing the way that they were responding to the questions, the way that they were responding to Clayton, like kind of getting an overall, um, feel for each girl in the individual session with Clayton. And so I thought that was really interesting to watch because the people that I thought would not open up definitely did. Um, and then the one particular girl who didn't instantly got stay at home, which I thought was a really great move on his behalf. Um, but yeah, so, she like, but this is actually something, this is actually one of the main things I wanted to talk about in this segment, because this was his second therapy group date. Yeah. Wasn't the first one with Caitlin? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The first one, um, was the quote that I found was trauma bonding. And I don't know, I, how do you feel in general about the therapy dates that they do or the group therapy? I mean, what I think is very interesting that I think that now that this is his second, um, go round with that type of a date, I think he is coming to the realization that like, as a partner, maybe he does like therapy a lot in his own life, which not a lot of men to my understanding do. I mean, obviously men go to therapy, but like, it's very like incognito a lot of the time, like a lot of men and couples don't like to go to couples therapy. Um, a lot of men don't like to talk about their feelings. So the fact that it is a second date in a group setting where they are talking about trauma or how you respond to things or how you feel about stuff. I think that's a great indicator as him as a person, because I feel like for him, like he's done a very good job of, if it doesn't feel right, he does it in a very calming manner to where like they leave and they're not like hysterical that I'm not saying that that doesn't mean there aren't feelings involved, but like the way that he expresses how he feels to these girls is great. I think it's one, he's one of the better ones that's done it. Um, and that could be because he is so communicative in regards to like, maybe in his real life, going to therapy and like figuring that stuff out, which I think is huge. So I definitely see what you're saying about it being a positive thing. I also see, and I'm going to play devil's advocate for it. You're second. fine. That's why we have, nerves. this is why we're here. <laughs> I also see what a lot of people on social media were saying about it, how therapy, it was great that he was doing it individually, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't have been done in a group setting. And, um, oh, like they, when they like on a group date going yeah. out. Okay. And, um, Actually, Amanda Stanton from Ben Higgins season, and she also got engaged to Josh Murray. Engaged. Um, yeah. So um, she went online after the second group date and says, um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with what she's saying. She says, we've been watching The Bachelor this season, and I have to say something about the multiple ther therapy dates this season is rubbing me the wrong way. I understand where they were trying to go with it, but forcing girls to open up on national television and then literally judging their sessions or sending them home and making them feel bad if they don't open up enough is just not it. 
there's a reason therapy is a private thing. And I don't think this is a good representation of therapy or helping end the stigma around mental health. Just had to say it. I love and, that. And I think it can go both directions. Like, I yeah. think that it should be a balance in anything you do in regards to that, right? Like, yes, it is a private manner, but but you're in a public setting to where like, yeah. he may need to know some of those things that you may or may not be comfortable with saying it, it you know, I get both sides. I like it. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely see both sides. I do, um, the, the girl that he sent home, Genevieve, about like her not being able to open up or not being willing, she yeah. kind of, you know, said that they both were not doing the same thing. Like it wasn't just him accusing her of not opening up and being like, no, I can't, you know, whatever. She was like, I don't think either of us can get there with each other. Yeah. And so that's like a mutual thing, which I, I can, you know, yeah, if, if, if it's a mutual thing, then why continue it? Right. And so I think him sending her home was fine. Um, I think doing two in one season is a little much. Um, I understand like if you do one group and then another group and like you're just trying to get to know the girls in that way, that's fine. But that should be what the one-on-one -on -one time is for. Yeah. Um, you know, that should be like what the um, after cocktail party is for not, you know, you do something fun and then the individual conversation is, is where, you know, you open up about some of those things. Um, so I don't know, for me, I think I'm with Amanda as far as I don't think there, there needed to be a second, but I also agree with you about like, you know, that's a good way to get the women to open up, um, and share maybe some things. Um, I do, I, I do applaud the producers for bringing in a professional for this date because something else that I read was like, stop bringing in previous contestants. Like you and I love Caitlin Bristow, right? Yeah, for sure. against her, like whatever, but she's not a mental health professional. Neither is anybody else that they brought in for these therapy dates. Yeah. So like bring in a professional that knows what they're talking about, knows how to run a therapy session. Don't bring in another bachelorette or another contestant at some point in time and be like, okay, now you're going to get all of these women to talk about their trauma. Like that's, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't drive with that. I like it more in a controlled setting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so um, I read on the bachelor nation blog, they do something this, like, uh, a spiff that says this week in bachelor history. Yeah. So this week in Bachelor history was when Andy went on to Nick Vale's season, mm -hmm. which I like completely forgot about, but really liked them together. She's always been a weird one to me. I'm like, she's very smart. And like, I don't know. I just feel like Andy Dorfman could have found someone in real life that she could have connected with way better than anyone she ever did on The Bachelor. Yep. And just as like, the way her character comes across her as a person, yeah. but I forgot that she showed up. So that was a little funny. Um, so just a couple of other things, uh, Becca Cooper and Thomas spent some time in Mexico and he made yeah. a funny joke about how Mexico was better this time around. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was awesome. That. They're like, I'm not going home broken up this time. Yeah. <laughs> Take that yeah. Mexico. I liked that. Um, I thought that was cool. Um, we always have to talk about our favorite guy, Blake Horseman. Um, yeah. He's 
he's down to the last couple of puppies. And so like, he's, you know, posting these heartbreaking videos of like mama dog watching the puppies walk away with their new owners outside. And I'm just like, stop it. Um, Don't do it. One. He's keeping one that Elise is keeping mama. So I think it's, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be so cute. Yeah. Um, Riley's then, opening his own law firm this month, which is amazing because yes. February is Black History Month. So I thought cool. that was amazing for him to like continue on like what he's super passionate about and like really ramp it up. I thought that was really cool to read. Yeah. I, I've always loved Riley. Me too. I, I wish he and Marissa would have worked out, but like I have always, always loved him, like him on Tasha's season and watching him way, like open up and, and become vulnerable and emotional in the way that he did, especially on the day that she let him go. Like my heart broke for him and I just, I just love him. Um, so yeah, very, very cool to see that. Um, and then the last thing, uh, another favorite of ours, Tyler Cameron, we adore him. We love his face and his bodacious body all, all and of the love, things we, we appreciate all the things Tyler Cameron um he is on that dirty dancing TV yeah show. he's doing so good doing really good I haven't watched it I've just seen like snippets on social media yeah. but like now I want to go watch it because that's one of my favorite movies but also yeah. he's really great with Angela Johnson yeah but we have to discuss him with our girl Kristen Cavallari. Oh my god, that video. You could have video attention. For <laughs> sure. And I'm also watching Summer House on Bravo, and I know you don't have cable. Um, but the we're in the part of Summer House right now where Paige um from Summer House and Craig Conover from Southern Char met in Vermont when they did Winter House, and they're kind of going back and forth where like Paige is dating Andrea in the house and Craig Conover is secretly supposed to be rumored to be hooking up with um, a little California babe that we know and love that owns Uncommon James, but no one is admitted to. <laughs> it's very elusive on the show. Yeah. So I am here for it because I know Craig and Paige are now dating and together and happy and love. It's adorable. Um, but I am down for a KCTC collab. Seriously, like that. And that was just on like E! News. Like she was just on being a correspondent or something. And he was on, I think, just talking about the Dirty Dancing show. Yeah. And he just like was, you know, he just grabbed your hand and did a little spin. But like the tension. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoa. She had a little grin on her face and cheeks got a little pink. I'm I'm down for it. They Me would too. make a damn good looking couple. And he's good enough with women who have their own shit. Yes. That like I love that. He's yeah, he's come so far since Hannah Brown. Oh, I love her too though. Right? Like I yeah, they would make a darn good looking couple, but I also saw on that same video that Spencer Pratt commented on it and said that Kristen should be the next next bachelorette and I was like wait a minute that's genius but also what a hell of a crossover what a hell of like, a crossover are you kidding like how you're kidding Spencer Pratt has said some stupid things in his life <laughs> but not that is not one of them that is not one of them that is not dumb Spencer it's not dumb keep it up um before we depart I have two things 
We're okay. sending all of our prayers to Tia Booth and her family because her dad yes. passed away yesterday. So, yes. so sorry to hear very valiant effort um, in battling his cancer. And I am, I'm hoping she got to get there in time because I know she had some delays with like weather and everything. So I hope that she was able to make it um, in time. So we're sending love and prayers to her. But before we leave, um, I was reading about grocery store Joe and Natasha's predictions for Clayton's final pick. And we have some discrepancies. Um, yeah, grocery store Joe, I know grocery store Joe thinks that it's Susie and Natasha thinks that it's Rachel. And so I was reading something the other day about the dynamic between Clayton and each of the women. Susie is probably someone he is genuinely attracted to, has a great relationship, but him and Rachel just seem very like on par with like values and the way that they like are as people in a couple. I think it was really great. So that's our predictions too. I love Susie and their date this week, like before the hometown, like pick, I think it was the end of the end of the episode before this one, but she got to freaking dress up in all these amazing like dresses from this Austrian designer. And I was like, what a freaking Cinderella moment, girlfriend. Good, good for you. The women in the pretty women episodes like that's what that's what reality Steve calls them the pretty women episodes when they yeah. the women get the shopping spree um he says that they always end up going really far like yes yeah. there's like a been a pattern um but yeah it's interesting you brought that up about about Joe and Natasha because um I don't listen to their podcast I did see that headline on yeah. uh, bachelornation.com but um yeah reality Steve doesn't even know he was like I have some guesses but I don't have anything set in stone. He's like, I, I don't know, which is odd for him. He normally, yeah. he, he normally at least knows. has like a prediction, but yeah. I wonder because it's been so rumored about how Clayton got down and dirty with like all of them. And he's in love yeah. with three women that I don't even know if like he knows. So maybe yeah. this is just my prediction, but we might be going into the after final rows and he like chooses them. You know what I mean? Like, what if they all are just like, peace out, homie. And then they all yeah. come back together. And then he's like, I love you. I can't live without you. Please stay. What a turn of events that would be. I also read a theory that he pulls a pilot Pete, which if he does, I'm pissed. I'm be pissed. I, I haven't watched the season. Like, let me just preface. I've not watched a single Clayton episode. Pilot Pete is trash. Yeah. I don't like him. He, I, I watched his whole whole season and complete garbage. He, I am pissed because he like came on as like the good old boy, right? Like, yes. and then just decided to have a fucking brain fart the entire season. Yeah, and like I was brought up by these amazing parents, and I'm yep. sure they're great people. But the way he conducted himself before and after the season, no thank you. Also, and you cannot slam Hannah Brown for writing about you in her book because you did it. He's like, she should have told me. Like, she should have told me she was going to tell America that we did it in the lighthouse, windmill, whatever it was. Get over yourself. You've done yeah. enough bullshit to make yourself bad in the press anyway. Get it together. Yeah. But I, I, I also read a theory that Clayton's gonna pull a, a Pete, and that would 
I I would really, really, really hope that if that happens, producers like actually reconsider who they choose for bachelors because like like we talked about you know at the beginning of of Clayton's season you know bring back a Mike Johnson or an Andrew or you know Michael A or somebody like that right like somebody now that like Connor is dating Jenna Palick she's a a girl who um I think we've talked about her before but um I don't know that Mike and Mike and uh Connor live together in Austin anymore because I think he moved in with Jenna like in her apartment either that or they live in the same building and they're there a lot I don't know I forget what early dating feels like (laughs) but but like yeah bring back somebody who has proven to have character yeah (laughs) truth and like respect consideration I mean I can go on all day let's not use Jesse Palmer as a host anymore either okay let's not like like so let's talk about it let's let's unbox that a little bit I understand he was a previous bachelor good on you I know he's been on television good job that doesn't mean you can host the bachelor like his energy is trash time for the final rose we're gonna have a rose ceremony okay ladies this is what's happening I miss Chris. I'm going to say it. I think Chris Harrison should spill all the beans, even though he got his hush money. I think he should spill all the beans and I miss him. I miss him too. I mean, shit, I would take anyone over Jesse Palmer right now. Well, it's like you said, yes. Okay, great. He was the the bachelor. He didn't find anybody in bachelor nation. So why are you bringing him back to host? Yeah. Is it because he's a man? Come on. Is it because he's Clayton Doppelganger? Like that's also weird. <laughs> like can we can we bring in like who we could probably okay Andrew Spencer would be an awesome host. Yeah. Like if he if he wasn't going to be the Bachelor, he'd be a super fun host. Okay, who was the super fun host? Also, the guy who did after the final rose of Tasha's season. Who was that? The author. Yeah, I can't think of his name, but I know who you're talking about. His face is in my brain. We'll write it down in the notes. Yeah, he's a great freaking host. Let him do it. I think like, he had I another obligation like, though. That's why he couldn't do it. I feel like even Tyler Cameron would be a fun host. Yeah. Like there are we need so some energy many, up in here. Seriously, there are so at least many we knew what to respect with at least we knew what to expect with Chris Harrison. <laughs> right. Like I just I don't know. Keep Caitlin and Tasha around for the women because they yeah. are awesome hosts, I think. But like we need we need somebody to replace Jesse. He was just a terrible like Wells. Hello. Hello. Come on. Yeah. Because literally Wells Adams for president and bachelor so Why not just host. make him Paradise and Bachelor host? Like that yeah. makes you can bartend on freaking Bachelor in Paradise. And I mean Chris Harrison got to do it both. Right. They're different seasons. Right. Yeah. Also, can him and Sarah Highland get married already? They're so freaking. <laughs> I love them so much. This year, I think, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's this year. Um, yeah, so adorable. I love them. Anyway, yes. Hopefully, you know, and if anybody listening has thoughts or yeah, other tell us your theories on who you think Clayton's gonna pick. Also, who should we coast who should we cast for the next bachelor host? Yeah. <laughs> like we, we have any power. Ideas. 
<laughs> yeah, give us your ideas. That'd be fun. All right, do you have anything to wrap up with? Oh my God, it's almost March. Crazy. Can't wait to see what happens. Also, this is our um, this is our fourth episode. I'm so proud. Of I that. know. Isn't that weird? I love it. I love it. <clears throat> I'm having a good time. I know. Plus, I get to be all up on things and feel very um Morgan P. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, we love her. <clears throat> what it's funny because the other day she was like, This is not my full-time job. I'm like, Yeah, you have She's time like, for a podcast. You have time for these videos. You have another job, and you have a, a European boyfriend. I think he's European. I don't really know. She said she was. I don't know. Somebody left her a comment about something like you get paid to whatever, whatever. And she's like, I don't get paid for this, but you get yeah. <laughs> You're like TikTok pays me, but not Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Oh, good times, good times. Well, all right. Cheers to February, babe. Cheers. I have a Diet Coke. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you should really tell me if you're going to turn up, girl. You know. Like it's cool. It'll help me sleep better. <laughs> I mean, I have to go make dinner now, but you know. Nice. My mother-in-law made us dinner tonight. So we had nice. dinner at 4.30 because we were all hungry because we didn't have lunch. <laughs> well, there you go. Good times, good times. All right, babe. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds Cheers good. February. Cheers to February. Happy Yay! March, everybody. Thanks for Happy listening. March. We'll see you in 30 days. Roughly. Bye. <laughs> Bye. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to me talk endlessly and with amazing people. Um, I'm so thankful that y'all are here and please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow all of the things on all the platforms. And if you don't know where to find me on social media, I am at the babe AF pod on Facebook and Instagram. You can also reach me via email. If you want to collab interview, have a fucking cocktail. I don't know. Um, the babe af pod at gmail.com um please make sure to review also that's amazing um i just want to hear from you and let me know how much you like it because i can't get better and i can't help you get better unless we do it together so hope you guys have an amazing day and don't forget when in doubt just fucking dance it out have a great week and we'll see you back next friday